Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today we are sharing six ways that you can be more intentional with your time. It's really good to be intentional with our time because at the end of the day, we want to feel good about our experiences and how we spend our time. When we're intentional about our time, we are aware of the things that we choose to focus on. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, how many hours a day are you on your phone? My answer is like so embarrassing, but like I feel like it's like, I don't know. It's fine. But it's just so weird because it's like, I mean, it's it's like a fifth of my day and I spend like a little less than half the day sleeping. So what is that? So it's just so weird. Like I spend, so my average report that my phone normally gives me is like, five-ish hours, which like every time I get that, I am just like shocked. I'm like, how did I spend this much time on my phone in one day? That is so much. Well, I was going to say mine's right now. Mine literally says it's like the day's not even over and I've spent four hours and 17 minutes on my phone. Yeah. And so I just thought this would be a good icebreaker, right? Because I think part of it is like, it's just being aware with like how we spend our time and like the whole episode title is like just being intentional. Mm -hmm. And so like whether you spend one hour, three hours, eight hours, right? As long as like you're being intentional and you feel okay and you feel good about how you spend your time, there's like no judgment, especially if your side hustle or your career's in social media and you create content online, Yeah, you are likely going to spend several hours a day on your phone. Very true. I know that's kind of like the weird thing is like, It feels like it goes by, which is why I'm so excited about this episode, because like I like when I first started getting the screen reports and it was like, you have spent five, your screen time was down an hour and you spent five hours on your phone. And I was like, what happened? And so like, I do love the idea of being like really intentional about like your time. And like, even if it is five hours, like knowing where that time came from, because it's so easy to just be like, wait, what? When did I even have time to be on my phone today? You know, Mm -hmm. so I think this episode is going to be really important to help understanding that. All right, you guys. So before we jump into the different ways it can be more intentional with your time, we first want to answer the question, what does it mean to be intentional with our time? So this means that we move through each segment of our days with purpose, a clear vision, and alignment with our goals and values. This also means that we actively participate in each choice. So for example, right, like maybe you're hopping on TikTok because you just need like a 15 minute escape break. And that is totally fine because you know you're like, okay, I just need to take a quick break where I just need to zone out, be entertained, maybe have a few laughs. And like you're actually going into that with some intention, right? And you are, you know why you're hopping on and you're opening the app. You also know that you are on the path of figuring out what happiness, success, love, achievement, building your social media career, whatever that is to you, you know what that looks like. And it's going to look different for everyone. And that's why everyone spends their time differently. So tip number one, you guys, is learn your mindset or your relationship around time. So if you listen to Creator Money Week um, back in November of last year, we did a whole episode about your relationship with money. And just like money or thing or other segments in our life, like religion, education, whatever else, each person has a bias or a relationship around time. So some people have a positive relationship around time. Some people might feel like they have an abundance of time. They always feel good about where they're at, you know, throughout their day or their week or their month or their year. And some people have a negative relationship with time. 
Others might feel that there's never enough time or worry that they're off schedule or always late. The good news is, like with money, religion, food, etc., we all can turn around our negative relationships to positive relationships. If you grew up feeling constrained for time, you can learn how to shift your mindset around time. And a part of learning how to shift your mindset, I mean, that takes some awareness and some intention, right? So step one in shifting your mindset or relationship around time is first understanding how you feel about it. So maybe as you were listening to this episode and we were, we were reading through examples of positive and negative relationships with time, you, maybe you had an initial reaction. I would say really think about that, like see what your gut or your heart feels when we are talking about time. And then that way you're just aware, right? Because again, first step around being intentional is just knowing where you're at about how you feel with your time throughout the day. Yeah. And I think that's such a great call out too, because I know like as someone who is in a perpetual state of burnout, (laughs) I just, I feel like when I grew up, like my sense of time was exactly what you were saying, like with constraint for time. And I'm constantly like, oh my God, I never have enough time to do this. And like, we'll talk about in tip two, a few quick tips on how you can shift your mindset around time uh, with your relationship around time. But one of the big things that like I think has helped me has been and you're gonna have to tell me the name of this the what exercise is that like the Which hours one? in a day exercise? oh 168 hours exercise yeah, that yeah. One. the 168 hour exercise was really valuable for me to help like re like I honestly like to understand my relationship because I did that exercise and then I laid out like what I was actually spending my time doing so then I was like oh like I feel really stressed writing all that down. And that really helped me understand my relationship with time, knowing how I was spending my time and actually like looking at a calendar and breaking it down hour by hour. So that exercise was great. You give like a full breakdown of it on your blog. I yeah. Think. And, and later on in this series, we'll also bring that up again, just so if you haven't done it in a while, I would recommend doing so. Um, another thing I just like wanted to add on here, right? Sometimes like being reflective and like, really taking a step back and understanding a relationship around time you just things that you might have brushed off as a kid and a lot of times it does happen in childhood your formative years right it it's important to be like oh wait why is this specific memory like sticking out at me and just like examining it being aware of it and and just like accepting it because I think so like what you just brought up right like feeling constrained for time I definitely grew up and especially like you know, hitting those high school years, right? I definitely did not ever feel feel like I had enough time. I always thought I was a step behind and that creates a sense of panic, right? And you, and people are always like, oh my gosh, but you're such an overachiever. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, I'm feel like I have to overcompensate because I'm behind. And I would say like, that was very much true, even like probably through college like I definitely I definitely came into college and I was really surprised when half of my friends who were um, in the business school already had internships by freshman year and I literally was like what am I doing I'm so behind you know and I just was like I always felt like I was step a step behind and I would say like in my most recent years I've become more aware and it's something I still work on today right like not feeling behind it's like okay what is actually happening in my experience, Mm -hmm. like, where am I actually at? What are the things that I've achieved? Like, what do I deem, like, my value as a person, right? Aside from all the tasks that I complete in a day, like, that doesn't define that. But, 
yeah, it takes some work. It don't don't rush through this step. Yeah, no, I think learning your relationship is really tricky because it's it's like it's like hard to take a look at yourself in the mirror and understand how you like you would think it'd be the easiest thing in the world to understand yourself. But honestly, it's so tricky sometimes. So yeah, just like taking a moment to reflect like when you're feeling anxious, like and when it relates to time, I think could really help with that. And like just following the tips in tip one. And then for tip two, we wanted to share a few quick tips to help you actually shift your mindset or just your relationship with time. So the biggest thing is that you need to take ownership of your time, recognizing that you are in control. You get to decide what you're going to focus on regardless of your situation. So we recommend writing out your former limiting beliefs around time and then underneath it, start to write out new beliefs around time that you want to shift your perspective to. So for example, an old belief about time could be, I never have enough time to dedicate to my side hustle. And then an example of the new belief that you would write underneath that is my one hour after work is enough time for me to post and engage on Instagram, reframing that an hour a day. Like there's probably some way that you can make that happen if it's important to you. I think Mm -hmm. that's like the biggest thing is like, it should be important to you. Like we talk about burnout a lot on this podcast and just being overwhelmed and you're not going to love what you do if you're exhausted all the time. You're just not going to. So making sure that like you're not just stretching yourself for time and saying, oh, I'll just squeeze it in here. But like really saying, okay, with this hour, am I being mindful about like you know my time and like what this means and like is this really an hour or is this going to drain me and then you know take up the rest of my day but reframing it so that it is just like instead of feeling because I feel overwhelmed about my time a lot too and I'm just like oh I never have time for this but reframing to you know what just an hour a day I'll take an hour a day and it's something you love so it makes it worth it again reiterating if it's something you love and don't force yourself to do things that you don't, because again, you own your time, you're in control, you get to focus what you're focusing on mm-hmm. or decide what you're focusing on. Both ways works. <laughs> so also be aware of how you talk about time because your tone and actions can really help set up your experience. For example, if you're saying this sucks, I didn't get to do my to-do list, I keep running out of time, you could reframe it as I didn't get to do the last few tasks on my to-do list today, but I know exactly what I want to focus on tomorrow and I was fo- uh, productive with my time because I completed XYZ. I've really been trying to do this Lately, because like for me, I have my to-do list and very rarely do I actually get everything done that day. But I will say I love the Google Tasks app because then I can actually like move it to the next day. So I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, I didn't do five tasks today, but eh, I'll move it tomorrow. And they're not really time. They're not really pressing. So it's okay if I move them and I did accomplish a good amount of them. I didn't used to be that way. It took a very long time for me to adjust my mindset. But when I did, it was like I've started to build a lot healthier of a relationship with my time and my schedule. Yeah. And like one thing we want to just quickly cover here, especially like talking about identifying like new beliefs you want around time, right? This is not an overnight thing. Like we want to just like put that idea out there. And if it makes sense for you to be like, you know what, I do want to have a different relationship around time. And this is what that relationship looks like. We would encourage you to write that down. But if this not, that's not aligning to you and you don't think that's going to be helpful, right? Like hopefully like you've identified, okay, so I don't think writing a new belief about time is going to be helpful. So then you can ask yourself what will be helpful. But again, we just want to reiterate, right? Shifting your perspective on things just takes 
time practice and attention. Yeah. Right. And so um, also just like, I don't know, just be gentle with yourself. Like it just, it really does take time. I've been working on my relationship with like money and time, especially like the last 10 years. And I would say like the last five was where I was most conscious and Mm -hmm. like intentional about it. And I feel like I've grown a lot with that, but it was definitely like not an overnight thing. No, even just noticing that you want to work on it is like a big thing. Like even like noticing like those examples that we were just giving about like different like things that you might say that have like a negative relationship with time, even just noticing oh, that is like a negative thought about time. Like even if you're not like able to reframe that yet or even Mm -hmm. if like you're not able to like completely like change that perspective, just noting that is a huge step. All right, you guys. So tip number three, another way you can be more intentional with your time is to identify an intention before you start a new task. So before you launch into your emails or jump onto TikTok first thing in the morning, we recommend laying out a quick intention before you jump to your next task. Understanding why you're doing what you're doing can help you be more intentional with your time. Believe it or not, but setting an intention allows you to exercise control in each choice and task. And here are two examples of setting intentions on social media. Example one, I'm scrolling onto TikTok to find trending sounds and transitions. Example two, I'm scrolling on TikTok to escape from my workday and to be entertained. Both are two different intentions, but on the same platform. And both intentions are completely valid, right? But when you know your intention, you have a better experience. Yeah, I feel like when you have an intention, you can walk away from something like having a better feeling about what you accomplish, you know, Mm because it's just like, oh, not only did I take out the trash. I was going to say take out the dishes. <laughs> you know what I meant? Take out the trash. Um, but like if you th- that was your goal, like sure, like you cross that off easy. But if you're like, I want to create like a cleaner house to like help like with my surroundings and have like a more positive environment. And so that's why I really want to prioritize taking out the trash today. That can like make you feel like you've taken a step towards that greater purpose. For sure. And I think too, right? Like a big reason why I use like TikTok as an example is I think a lot of people feel guilty after they're like, oh my gosh, I just scrolled for 30 minutes and I don't know where my time went, right? But if you just take like that quick two to five seconds where you're like, I just want to laugh. So like, let me hop on the app and just like scroll. Then you'll feel better versus being like, oh my God, where did my time go? Right. Yeah. You you knew that you wanted, you needed that, es- that escape in that break. And that's totally fine. Everyone needs that. Everyone scrolls. Yeah. That's how I feel about sleep. <laughs> I'm like, if I take a nap, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have taken a nap. I'm like, you know what? No. If I take, if I'm taking a nap, clearly my body needs it. If my mm-hmm. body is exhausted enough to be like passing out right now, I probably need it. I love that. And tip number four is to learn to focus on one task at a time versus multitasking. This is a big one. Um, Focusing on one task at a time allows you to set one intention at a time and focus your energy in a more strategic way. Multitasking is not a productive or intentional way to spend your time. It takes more energy to multitask. It takes more energy to start answering emails than try to write a blog post, then scroll on TikTok. If you're just really intentional about taking one task at a time and really giving your time and energy to it, I promise you will get through it so much faster. Like I used to say I was a multitasking queen and I'm really not like I, I did. I can't, I can't do it. I can't (laughs) like if my brain is pulled in like 50 different directions, like I'm probably not paying attention. Yeah. And I think this one is 
really important, especially again, if your side hustle, your full-time jobs on social media, it can be so easy to be like, oh, I should be responding to comments. Oh, I should be scrolling. Oh, I should probably write this thing out. It's like, you're actually going to get more done if you just focus on one task at a time. It's like scientifically proven because your brain needs that switching time where you're using different parts of your brain and it actually slows you down. So one task at a time and you can just start practicing like daily, right? Like maybe once a day you're like, okay, I'm just going to focus on this specific task. And if I end up switching things around, that's okay. But I'm going to start building this habit of focusing at one thing at a time. So tip number five, you guys, another way you can be more intentional with your time is to define your focus or your goals. When you know what you're working towards, you know what intentions and tasks you need to prioritize each day. For example, your goal might to be to clarify your content pillars. You might have a content pillar like travel that's underperforming and you want to clarify that your brand is a resource for travel. You've defined one of your monthly and quarterly goals to clarify that your brand is associated with travel and your intentions each week is to produce one to two pieces of travel content um, on each social media channel. So now you know exactly what you need to do to meet that goal. Again, we've talked about goals a lot on the podcast. Just having kind of an overarching goal helps you figure out what you need to focus on. And goals look different for everyone depending on what creator life stage you're on. Your goal might be to build an engaged community and things that help you that build an engaged community can look like responding to comments or, you know, being really thoughtful in your responses, having a handful of deep, meaningful conversations each day. Um, Maybe it's also looks like cultivating a new platform, right? It, It just depends what your goals are. And tip number six is to learn how to say no. Saying no allows you to be way more intentional with your time because when you're saying no, you are giving yourself an opportunity to identify why that job or collaboration or event or activity isn't the right fit for you at that time. When you say no, you get to say yes to things that are aligned with your brand, your goals, and your audience. And honestly, like, I just feel so much more in control of my time when I get the chance to say no, because then it's me setting boundaries and feeling like I don't have to just say yes to everything. Like I actually get to take ownership of my schedule. Yeah. And I think one of the things with saying no, right? Like I think a lot of us like might feel guilty that we're unable to like spend time with family and friends or you know we feel obligated to attend an event or whatever that may be but I think like one way to help you feel a little bit better about saying no is that just reframing it and and knowing that you're at the end of the day you're doing what's best for you and you're prioritizing and you're putting yourself first and the best person to advocate for you is you right? Like no one can say no for you. No. Like, and no one can tell you what your priorities are, right? So like you are the best person to do that, right? And when you say no, again, you get to say yes to the things that you want to focus on. And when you get to do that, you get to own your time. You get to be more intentional about what you focus on and where you spend your energy. Um, So yeah, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to disappoint people. But like, I would just say like, I would encourage you to just start reframing it and, and knowing that like, this is about like prioritizing you and advocating for you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the very first episode of the Own Your Time series. Again, for the next 
um, week or two, we are going to be sharing you episodes about how to own your time as a creator. And if you enjoyed today's episode, stay tuned for future episodes and please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Crate, and at the Content Creatives Podcast. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.